When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. Morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Every morning at 9.45 a.m. It's live on Facebook, YouTube. And piss on both them. Come to Instagram. That's where the party's at. Jules, Andrea, what's up, Mo? It's going down. Uh, Ryan, dude, nice little old uh, morning breakfast crowd we got going on today. All right, on the show, listen, I've heard of angels in the outfield. But what about first base? Also, we'll get it there in 30 minutes or less. <laughs> We're totally going to steal your piece of shit car. But first, oh, some live dates. That's why everybody's here, right? The live dates. Let's get into them, huh? Uh, September 22nd through the 24th, Comedy Vault, Batavia, Illinois. I'm actually going to be in Chicago coming up two weeks. And then after that, two weeks again. But uh, Batavia is going to be where it's at with Jonathan Kite. September 30th through the 1st. Uh, Gutty's Comedy Club, Edina, Minnesota. October 15th, Beaver Island Brew in St. Cloud, Minnesota. December 2nd through the 3rd, Vulcan Gas Company, Austin, Texas. John Kite, get all that information, rudypovich.com. All right, real quick, especially for anybody who's got kids, question for you. I brought this up the other day because I do a lot of work for a lot of different companies, and my pendulum swings very wide. I... I've told you guys that not only do I work for Adam Carolla, but I also edit a podcast called Enneagram and Coffee. Enneagram and Coffee is about the the mellowest thing. It is literally a, an audio version of a cup of sleepy time tea. Sarah Jane Case has like the most soothing voice, and she just talks about like keeping your being mindful of rest and how you help others, and how it is that you can let let go of anxiety. She's a brilliant person. But immediately when I get done editing that podcast, I immediately step into, ah, goddamn fucking COVID. <laughs> it's my Adam Carolla impression. But I, I listen to a lot. And every now and again, I will get asked to do something that necessarily I know that I probably wouldn't normally do. But this company, and I'll, I'll tell you this right now. Let me preface it like this. Imagine a company that is so 180 degrees from anything that you guys might know this podcast or me to be associated with. Think of that company, and that's more than likely the company that I can't say that I'm working for. Very seldom does this ever happen, but they are a company that is in very high regards. They have a very big reputation to uphold. I came highly recommended by somebody that I've worked with before. And when this company called me, they were like, hey, listen, uh, we did a little bit of background checking on your Instagram. And boy, we like your stuff. But could you tell people you don't work for us? (laughs) I was like, what? 
they're like, yeah, listen, um, we kind of got an image and we like you. We like the work you do. We just would much rather not let anybody know that we hired you. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. That's not a problem. Um, I said, listen, uh, you guys can use my real name, my legal name on all the documents and stuff. Totally fine. So no one will ever know because it's completely different than, you know, the name I usually go by. But very seldom does that happen. I mean, I, I can't, I think it's only maybe one other time happened. And they were like, and it was mostly because like, they were like, hey, if you say something, the surprise is going to be ruined because they will know that we came to you for this thing. And I'm like, all right, that's fine. Other than that, but I, I worked with, and after I got done doing like the first couple of podcasts for this company, I was like, this is so funny that, uh, let's see, Sarah, may, or, uh, Laura, maybe you swear too much. Oh yeah, 1000%. They went back and found old videos and stand-up clips and they were like, we can't be associated with this guy, but he's available and the price is right. <laughs> Which is about how you get everything in life. If you're cheap and you got time, they'll hire you. That's how it works. So uh, so I got done doing like a, the first couple of podcasts and I was like, I feel like there's a there's a, a, a flip going on with kids and some of the content that they ingest. Hey, hear me out. Because I was talking with my daughter and her friend on the way to gymnastics today. And while we were on the way there, I was. they have some summer reading they have to do before they get into their ninth grade year of high school. And I was asking, are you girls caught up on the reading? They said, yeah, we're pretty much all the way through the books. They started explaining the books. And I was like, What's up with all the murder mysteries going on with young kids nowadays? And also, when we were kids, like, listen, Encyclopedia Brown lost a set, somebody lost a set of keys and they put Encyclopedia Brown on the case. Nowadays, like, kids are solving fucking murders. They're solving actual legit crimes. Not just like, hey man, my, my puppy's dog bowl went missing. Get on the case, Encyclopedia. Those days are gone, man. Like the quaint, oh, how is he going to be able to solve the case of the missing math book? Oh, no. The kids are solving fucking like murder suicides nowadays. 11-year-old Janie was on the case. 11-year-old Janie doesn't know how to keep a trapper keeper organized. Yet alone now we put her on the fucking, uh, now she's a detective? How does this work? Are we giving kids far too much credit? As I was reading, like... I was, they were telling me about the books that they're reading. I was like, we are putting kids in so many adult situations now. And nobody bats an eye at it. Encyclopedia Brown, back in the day, wasn't out there just like, well, I don't know, the casing shells probably dropped you know, to the west, which means that the shooter was pointed opposite of what originally was no 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 none of that man he was like so man where did you last set your keys down it was after the grocery store and that was the stuff we had to ingest it was the worst fucking content ever and yet nowadays children <laughs> children totally solving mur murder mysteries it's in every book that's no shit it's like podcasts like it's all the content nowadays like, at least Nancy Drew... Listen, Scooby-Doo at the end, they pulled the mask off. And you got, a, like, a couple of good laughs, and it was ha-ha, whatever. There wasn't a... It was like a guy who was, like, trying to tear down the amusement park because it was bought by a company, 
and he didn't want that company ruining the sanctity of the amusement park. That was every single episode. It was that and Mama Cass, and they got locked in the taffy factory. That was the extent of every Scooby. Now it's like, well, I don't know. We found four dead bodies. Hey, somebody call up Michaela. Somebody bring Michaela in. I heard she's got a great track record of, you know, tracking down <laughs> murderers. Oh, McKay. Oh, so where'd she graduate from? Uh, Harvard Law? Was she, uh, you know, top of her class? No, no, no. She just graduated the seventh grade. What? <laughs> Jules, I miss the Scooby-Doo and Nancy Drew days. Way too serious and heavy these days. I absolutely 1,000% agree. Danielle, Scooby-Doo was where it was at. Yeah, man. It was... Those episodes were the best. And at the end, when he ripped off the mask and he would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for that dog and the meddling kids. Shit, no. Nowadays, dude, I watched, um, I was, uh, when I was, uh, still under the thumb of, uh, you know, corporate radio, they wanted me to endorse a, co- a television show called Riverdale. And I was like, what's Riverdale? And they go, it's like Archie and Jughead. I was like, What? They're bringing back Archie and Jughead? Like, that's weird. Okay, yeah, I guess I'll watch it, and if I like it, I'll endorse it, because, you know, I'm a whore, and I'll take anybody's money. So they made me watch this first episode of Riverdale, which was supposed to be Archie and Jughead. The opening scene is like two 17-year-old girls making out, and then one of them takes a bullet to the head and gets thrown in a swamp. And I'm like, where's the gang just going to eat some french fries? Where's Veronica, who's telling Archie, like, listen, I can't go to the sock hop because <laughs> I have plans that night. What the fuck was that? I was like, okay, this is not, oh, my God. This is not what I thought it was going to be. Okay, holy shit. All right, I guess I'm on board. I watched two episodes and was like, I can't, you guys. I, I'm so sorry. This is so bad. It's just so unbelievable that they put kids in those predicaments. Jules, yes, Choose Your Own Adventures were awesome. I do remember the Choose Your Own Adventures, but I remember, like, choosing my adventure and then reading the first page of my adventure and being like, fuck that, where's the next part of the book? Because <laughs> I'm not, yeah, no dice, dude. Uh, but anyways, um, I just thought it was funny that children today are now going down. I mean, the stuff that they are ingesting and reading, we are putting kids in these heroic situations when none of them they run the opposite way when they get a bug shows up but yet now all of a sudden they're also the same kids that are like solving suicides and like no fucking crazy man sally love scooby-doo danger prone daphne did it again oh yeah 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 uh let's see laura do you have any shows in hudson i don't have any shows in hudson i do have a couple of shows coming up in wisconsin and i'm trying to get to hudson there's a room over there uh i think it's called hop and barrel there's a room over there that i've been kind of shooting a line to the guy who books it and like hey man love to come and do it because i've been to that place before i think i went watch pro wrestling there or i had a date that went terribly wrong one of the two uh, but uh, I'll keep you informed, Laura, for sure. Yeah, uh, Hop and Barrel. Hopefully, that'll be the next place uh, you get a chance to go in. And Because uh, I love doing shows in Wisconsin, man. Those crowds are like so receptive and awesome. And Yeah, but I'll certainly keep you posted. Talked about this yesterday. The two things in life that get me crying, when children overcome adversity and sports every time. And now, 
ask and thou shalt receive. You just go ahead and throw both of those into one clip. An Oklahoma Little Leaguer got beaned in the head. Did you guys see this video? Oh my goodness. I saw this video and I was I thought for a moment, I'm like, have I seen this before? Is this one of these things that's like making it? Because sometimes you'll see something on the internet and I'll ask somebody like, oh my God, did you guys happen to see such and such thing? And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, that thing, that thing I was talking about. Like, did you guys see that? It just happened the other day. And they're like, dude, that shit happened like six months ago. What are you talking about? I'm like, it's, well, it's the internet. There's all sorts of stuff on it. Back off. Um, but yeah, this kid got beamed in the head. And then as he was laying on the ground, he's there for a few minutes, pops right back up and makes his way over to first base. It is what happened after that. Like I told you guys, I sports gets me every single time. If you're on the live feed, here's the video, and uh, you'll also be able to hear the audio. Ooh. So pitch comes in, smokes this kid right in the side of the helmet. I mean, he hits him hard. And he was like an inch away from that ball going under the helmet and crushing his orbital socket. Destroys him. So this kid gets up off the ground. He's shaken up, obviously. He just got beamed right in the freaking head. In slow motion here. Ugh, knocks his helmet off. Dude hits the ground. Holy crap. Ah. But what he does now, watch this. He's on first base. He's yelling to the pitcher. Pitcher is obviously shaken up. He walks over. Pitcher's crying. So this is really cool because as a pitcher, Bubs looks shaken up right now because of what he did. And look at Zay Jarvis. This is such great. Gives him a hug. He wants him to know that it's okay, that he'll be fine. Gave the pitcher who just hit him in the face a hug. The kid said, you're doing great. Oh, you can see all the parents in the crowd bawling their eyes out. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Now you start putting two and two together. Kids and sports all in the same, all in one clip. Dude, this is my college thesis. This is PCU. This is Hackman and shit. I can't remember the other guy who's supposed to be in the film. But you know what I'm saying, man? Like, this is the one that gets me every single time. It's sports and kids. And you combine the two in one clip. God damn, man. I uh, love all the comments, too, man. Uh, Ryan, sportsmanship at its finest. Absolutely. Amanda, love that. Yes, Jules, wow. Oh, look at all the – I know, right? Um, look at all the tears. Yeah, I know. As I was watching that clip, I saw it last night and just immediately thought of all the times that we were shitty on, you know, the football field or, you know, playing senior league baseball or whatever it is. And then you kind of like, you get a little bit older and you're like, God, man, God, we are such dickheads. We sucked so bad. And then you see stuff like this. Kids nowadays, I really do feel like kids nowadays have been told so many times about the, you're not supposed to bully kids. And it's, I feel like it's getting through now. They are a much more accepting group of people. I tell this story all the time. Like kids aren't as embarrassed as they used to be. My daughter was at gymnastics class one time, came out with her clothes in her hand, just had her underwear in her hand. And I'm like, um, you going to do something with them undies? She's like, I don't know, just walk out with them. I was like, oh, uh, okay, do you want to put them in a bag or anything? She's like, no, why? 
Because when I was your age, if my friend saw my underwear in my hand, it would have been social suicide. I would have never come back from it. They would have mocked me until the day I died. <laughs> oh, my God. Danielle, I'm not crying. I just have something in my eye. I know. That was what I was doing last night, too. I'm trying to wipe the tears away so nobody could see it. Ugh. What's up, Liz? Nice to see you. Uh, well, Sally, coaches wouldn't have allowed crying on the field back in the day. Dude, we just watched Bad News Bears the other night. First time in a couple of years. Christ, the dad at the end of that comes out, he fucking hits his kid. Hits him. Smacks him in the face on the mound. Knocks him to the ground. Hits him literally open palm. Smacks his own son in front of a championship game crowd. Went right back into the dugout. Could you imagine that nowadays? Shit, dude. They would have had, the game would have stopped. They would have called the police. The boy would have had to have filed a report. You know, mom would have had to have lied and been like, no, I got this black guy from falling down the stairs. I swear to God, officer, that's exactly how it happened. Uh, any of you guys do a little pizza delivery? There's no transitions today, no segues. I'm going right into it. For years, I was a uh, pizza delivery guy when I was younger, between the ages of like, I don't know, I'm not. I can't say years, maybe about two years tops. But uh, yeah, man, delivered for Pally Eyes Pizza down in Mankato. And while I was down there, there was one night I'm on the I'm on the job. It's about uh, 11 30, 12 o'clock on a Friday. Get a phone call from Domino's. Oh, Domino's, you and your shit pizza. I avoided the Noid for a long time because that pizza is terrible. Not eating it. Especially when you get a quality pie like Pally Eyes Pizza. I wouldn't eat it. But we got a call at the restaurant one day. Guy says, hey man, um, we uh, we just had one of our delivery drivers get robbed. It's like, what? He's like, yeah, man, we were we were up on a uh, uh, we were up on the hill. If you know Mankato, there's like there's downtown, which is on the bottom of the hill, like in the valley, and then you have like way up on top of the hill. And it kind of like, it's like a big bowl, right? Downtown. And then you have North Mankato, big up on the hill. And then you have the other side of Mankato, which is also up on the hill. It's kind of like where all the, you know, TGI Fridays and all the chain restaurants and shit are. But they're like, yeah, man, we just delivered a pizza. And one of our drivers was found unconscious. Somebody dropped a fucking cinder block on his head. They'd ordered a pizza. The guy walked up to the door, went to ring the doorbell. They fucking dropped a cinder block on him, hit him right in the head, knocked his ass out. They stole the pizza and all of his money. Uh, was in the hospital, I think, for like three, four days. Dude, totally fucked him up terribly. So they had called and said, by the way, we just wanted to give you guys a heads up about like not only the house, but just like the area. And, you know, this could possibly one day happen to you. And after that, I was like, I'm done doing nights. No more late nights, man. I'm too I'm too small. I, I don't fight. It's midnight, and now this is the shit that's going on. I'm out there by myself with hundreds of dollars in my pocket of your money. It's not worth it to me. Listen, if somebody if I had four hundred dollars worth of Domino's pizza's money, and a guy walked up with a gun and was like, give me all your money, I'd be like, okay. Anyway. Listen, they got a two-for-one special right now over at Buster's, so feel free to go spend it over there, man. I don't give a fuck. It's not worth it to me. I don't give it. That's why when every time I see, like, a security guard tackling somebody at a Walgreens, I'm like, why do you give a shit? 
Why do you care? Why are you putting yourself in danger for $13 an hour? Seems silly. I'm not doing it. There's not a chance in hell. I totally 1000% that there are people out there that want to do a good job. I don't give a shit. So, uh, what's up, John? Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, Jamie, holy fuck, a pizza's not worth that. Absolutely. Yeah, wouldn't do it, dude. Um, so after that, I'm like, all right, no more night shift. I'm done. And when started doing the morning shift, it was kind of pain in the ass because my day, basically, I started at the radio station at like 4 a.m. And then I got to work at 11 and then worked until 5. It's a long ass day. And when you get the morning shift, it's Monday through Friday, dude. Like you are there every single, you don't get a break. Weekends off, fantastic. But it was a pain in the ass. So anyway, um, I, uh, uh, I decided to give it up. I was like, I just can't. I, listen, there was a place in Mankato called La Hillier, and we used to joke about it. There was a Kid Rock song that said, I ain't straight out, straight out of Compton, I'm straight out the trailer. And we always used to laugh and say, we ain't straight out the trailer, we're straight out La Hillier. La Hillier was a goddamn, it was, basically it was a city that was just a trailer park. And if you can imagine what a city of trailer park would look like, that's exactly what it was. It was the scariest place on the planet, man. Even Alabama was like, could you guys fucking zhuzh it up a little bit in here? Jesus Christ. This shithole. So after that, I was done. And every now and again, I happen to like catch a, a video or something about a guy who's delivering pizzas, and then things tend to go belly up. Yes, sir. I okay. appreciate it very much. All right, have a good one. You do the same. Thank you. Hey! Hey, my car. They just stole my car. My phone's in my damn car. <laughs> Did y'all see the guy? Let me grab my phone. <laughs> I love that lady. She, the guy's like, hey, shit, they're stealing my car. She's like, well, call 911. Duh. The guy's like, bitch, give me a second to process. Okay, shit, phone's in the car. Anybody else? How about the guy I just literally, literally gave $27 worth of pizza to? First off. I'll take a slice of that pepperoni and a couple of them wings because now I'm going through trauma. But fucking help me out. Every time I see these stories, I'm like, thank God I never fucking do this ever. Uh, MJ, I delivered pizza for a summer. I was told only days and only certain areas for the same reason. Yeah, man. It ain't worth it. it ain't worth it. Not a chance in hell, man. Never again. If my daughter's like, uh, listen, they're going to pay me $51,000 a year to deliver pizzas. I'm like, fucking no. Sorry. Not happening. By the way, I looked it up. Because I wanted to see exactly what pizza delivery drivers make in the state of Minnesota. Just to see if these guys, you know, I don't know. Maybe there is a, you know, they always say shit like, hey man, you can make, you can make 70 grand working for Uber. And I'm like, I don't think you can. Because I think if you could, everybody would be goddamn doing it. So I looked it up. This came from TurboTax. Based on 96 income tax records, the average salary... You guys ready? Let's see, we got a drum roll in here somewhere. $23,000 a year. Woo! 23 grand. That's exactly what you make. Now, is there a little bit more? Absolutely. Some guy in Minnesota made $37,500 delivering pizza. That motherfucker's a co-getter. There's another person who made 16 grand. Great. And I don't think this is part-time jobs. I think this is full-time salaries. Uh, let's see. The average total salary of a pizza delivery driver. Yeah, so that's twenty-three grand, right? Um, Jamie, not even worth the gas. Absolutely. Um, 
Uh, let's see. Jewel's definitely not worth the 23K. No, hell no. What's up, Emily? Nice to see you. Uh, Laura, tell us about your bad date at Hoppin' Barrel. Uh, I don't know if that gal's still... That was the gal who... I told you guys the story. This was a while ago now. Jesus, this might have been last summer, maybe? It's got to be coming up on a year. Because it was almost my birthday when this all went down. Yeah. Um, this is the uh, This is the gal that I had to call the police on. That's the gal that stalked me and... Uh, yeah, sent some disparaging, awful text messages. It's fucking terrible. Yeah, so that was uh, that was that gal. So uh, go back to earlier podcasts. I don't need to tell the story again. I don't want to relive those days. Ugh, god damn it. Uh, Jamie, I just took a job for four dollars less an hour because it's something I fucking love. Worth it, dude, one thousand percent. Now I haven't done my taxes from this year, but I can already tell you that regardless of what it comes out to be, it'll be a thousand times better than doing corporate radio. Absolutely. Every fucking report that comes out, they're like, hey, man, why did why do people leave their jobs? Is it because the health insurance isn't good enough? No. Is it because they can't stand their coworkers? Eh, you can get around that. It's because their bosses suck. Nobody wants to work for these fucking assholes. I get it. Uh, Laura, remember Rose, the date you told us about on the radio? Rose. Which one was Rose? I don't know. There's a lot of them. Well, there was the gal that her boyfriend showed up to the Adam Carolla show. Um, there was the gal. Oh man, there's been a few, a few doozies. Few. You know what though? I say I tell these stories. I guarantee those gals go back to their friends, and they're like, they're like, yeah, he's you know his eyebrows are bushy. You know he's kind of got a little bit of a dad bod. He's I don't know. He's like. Super into the song, you know, Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now by Starship. Like, there's some mental issues happening. Yep. Uh, Laura, she had a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, that was the gal. That was the gal. We went to the Adam Carolla show together, and then her boyfriend showed up. And that was that. Yeah. Uh, Jules, yep, your mental and physical health is way more important than any job. I've learned a lot about that over the last year or so. I don't work as much as I used to. I kind of cut it off now. Like, I will bust my ass. Like, I get up every day, 5 a.m., go to the gym. I'm home by four or by uh, uh, 7.15. If my, I don't have to take my daughter to gymnastics, I'm then working until I start this show, wrap this up in about 45 minutes, go back to work, and then work until about 4 or 5. And then that's it. We're done. Whatever I don't get done today shall be done tomorrow, and I'll keep pushing it off. Because I was working till like 11 o'clock at night sometimes and busting my ass and not saying no. And by the end of it, I'm like, I am fucking exhausted. And I'm, I left that last job so I didn't do this to myself. And now I'm just like, you know, I sit down, I listen to my uh, hypnosis recording. I close my eyes. I sit there silently. Five o'clock, the day is done. Time to decompress, go drink some beers, chill out, do a little grilling. Enjoy, man. Rest is productivity. I learned that from Sarah Jane Case from that Enneagram and Coffee podcast that I've been editing. Rest is productivity. Don't feel like you're not doing something productive just because you're sitting. You are doing something productive. You're resting your mind so that when you get back into the, you know, the fucking thick of it, you're ready to go. That's a huge, huge lesson. Absolutely. Uh, Danielle, I changed departments almost a year ago to an area that I know nothing about and have never never been happier. Absolutely. Sometimes you just got to roll the dice and see what happens. Emily, I work at an RV dealership, now cleaning RVs. Dude, nothing. hey, man, 
RVs are where it's at. My neighbors have an RV. Fucking love it. They're gone all the goddamn time. I went down just because, like, I'll go to, like, one of them shows that they're like, come on down to the RV show. I know nothing of RVs. I don't want to own an RV. But I like to, I'm curious. I like to see how the other half lives. Walked into an RV one time, and guy's like, ah, you guys looking hot. I'm like, ah, you know, just peeking around, seeing what's, oh, you got a chandelier in this one, huh? Wow, that is, holy, ooh, the price tag, 137000 Wow, yeah. Totally sound like Owen Wilson looking at an RV. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, Jamie, I play with dogs all day. Absolutely. It's a hell of a fucking job. Um, yeah. So I don't know. So as I was, uh, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, the pizza delivery thing. I, every now and again, I will see some of these videos and just go, thank fucking God that those days are over and I will never allow my daughter to do any of it. My daughter wants to get a gym membership. She told me the other day, uh, maybe we'll talk about this tomorrow. My daughter wants to get a gym membership because uh, she's going to be in high school and her and her friends want to go to the gym and I totally get it and I'm all about it. I wish I would have had like that sort of dedication at 14 to want to go to the gym, but she wants a gym membership and her mom had gone out and bought a couple of Lululemon tops for her, which I'm fine with, whatever, man. We're, and I've said this before, my, my family gave me shit because they were like, because one of my beefs with my family was when I was like 13 and I was trying to express myself, they told me I was a fucking idiot. So when I had a daughter and she was like nine months old, I said, you know what? I'm not going. I'm going to let her wear whatever she wants. And my aunt's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. What happens when she walks downstairs in some Daisy Dukes in a, in a crop top? You're going you're gonna to tell her it's okay? And I'm like, absolutely. I'm going to tell her it's totally fine. I'm not going to body shame her and tell her that she's an idiot. I'm going to tell her, you go ahead and feel fucking free to wear that for as long as you want. Because soon enough, look around the fucking room. Your body ain't going to look like it does now. So enjoy it while it lasts. Took a lot of shit from a lot of family members for that comment. But it's fucking true. I'm not backing down on that one. So you guys fucking figure it out. But I told her, absolutely. Now, we'll talk about this tomorrow. But she wants to get a gym membership. And I got a couple of stipulations before she goes in to get a gym membership and i just want to know what some of the other parents think but we'll talk about that tomorrow on a long walk to cleveland find this podcast apple podcast spotify stitcher and every day at 9 45 a.m it's going live on facebook instagram and youtube again thank you guys so much for taking a long walk to cleveland the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.